This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, listeners out there, if at any point you want to get a little bit more info about what we're talking about today, be sure to give us a call right away at 715-355-4445, or you can visit us online at retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbushka.com, and uh, you can head on over to the radio page. You can listen to some of our previous uh, episodes. You can also check out the TV page and see some of our recent uh, TV episodes. We've got some brand new ones out there that feature a couple of our um, our other advisors besides myself and my mom, uh, Zach Kihos out of our WASA office and then Ryan Connor out of our Eau Claire office are featured on the TV show now. So be sure to check that out. Some great content there. And of course, that airs every Sunday morning as well. Uh, check your local listings for Financially Speaking TV show. Now, during the 2020 presidential campaign, we heard a lot about plans for COVID-19 vaccine development and distribution, as well as cautious plans for a return to normal life. And with good reason. I mean, after all, the pandemic has been the dominant issue throughout the world for, you know, about a year and a half now. Not that I need to remind anybody out there. I think everybody knows that. But uh, yet, the despite the pandemic's outsized importance, there are other pressing political issues that we, we really should be addressing. And accordingly, um, Pre- President Biden's tax plan proposal is probably the biggest political and economic issue that we're likely to see for at least the next several months. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. On today's show, we're going to spend our time breaking that plan down and most importantly, how it may impact you, your wallet, and of course, your overall financial strategy. But before we begin peeling back the layers of that Biden tax plan, let's make sure to introduce everybody here with me this morning, Sue and Tony. Tony, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I, I'm really excited about this one. I Obviously, I'm interested to hear how this Biden tax plan is going to affect us, and I'm sure our listeners are wondering as well. So it'll be good to break that down, but I've had a great week. How about you guys? Sue, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Keeping busy and just waiting for summer. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all are. (laughs) It's like it gives us a little tease and then it gets cold and we get a little snow and (laughs) I don't know. Welcome to Wisconsin. Right? Mother nature. Exactly. And Cole. Hey, it's Cole. How how are (laughs) you? That's me. Doing great, Tony. Thanks for asking. Happy to be here and excited to break down this tax plan for everybody out there. I'm sure a lot of questions are circling around and wondering how is it going to impact me and is it going to cost me more money and all this kind of stuff. So I think this is a great topic for today's show. Well, yeah, and I think the word taxes stops a lot of people right in their tracks. Uh, Are they they going (laughs) up? Are they going down? And 
tax policies are, are something that affect every American out there, whether directly or indirectly. So talking about this tax plan is going to make for a terrific show. Well, I have to agree with that, Tony. And right off the bat, I'll note that we're going to take a high-level approach to how we talk about that plan today. So we'll get into its major elements and talk about them in broad terms. Now, as you listen, if you hear something that you think may have a significant direct impact on you, I'd recommend jotting it down and reaching out to a tax professional to discuss it a lot further. Yeah, that's a great idea. And you should also work with your financial services professional like yourselves, Cole and Sue, uh, in that way. Uh, you, you'll know what's going on because I know, uh, like a lot of financial services professionals out across the country, you guys are working to make sure you completely understand the plan's finer points. Uh, what do you have for us first today? You're, you're exactly right, Tony. We, we do work hard to make sure we understand that. And we also, of course, have our own tax planning firm that can help address some of those questions for our listeners out there also. So that gives us a little bit of a unique advantage over some some other financial firms out there. But ultimately, the details that we're sharing today are going to be referenced in an interesting Investopedia article entitled Explaining Biden's Tax Plan. And before we really get rolling, I want to uh, also emphasize that right now, the Biden tax plan is just that, a plan. It's going to be debated, negotiated, and most likely changed. And after that, it will need to pass in both the, uh, both the House and the Senate. And after all of that, then Biden will be able to sign it into law. So long story short, at this point, we don't know necessarily which parts of the plan are going to make it into the final bill. But the plan's first significant component that the article is going to address is the proposal to restore higher tax rates and the alternative minimum tax. Now, Biden's plan would repeal the tax reductions that were passed back in 2017. And that means that the uh, top individual federal income tax rate would return to 39.6 from its uh, current 37%. And the corporate tax rate would jump back up to 28% from its current 21%. Okay. So there are some significant changes there, but what does that mean for the average person? Well, that's really a great question because for people with incomes of 400000 or more, itemized deductions would be capped at 28% instead of the percentage tax rate that applies at higher tax brackets. So rates would be tiered in such a way that folks with incomes below 400000 wouldn't face increases. Okay, I'm sure the notion that incomes below four hundred thousand uh, won't likely be impacted by a rate increase is a relief to some of our listeners out there. Uh, but give us a little more information about what might happen to those with incomes north of four hundred thousand. Sure, um, taxpayers whose income is more than one million would pay the same rate on investment income as they would on wages. Now, also the so-called carried interest loophole, which is claimed by numerous private equity and hedge fund managers, that would vanish. If you're not familiar, what this refers to is fund managers paying capital gain rates, which are currently 20% rather than ordinary income rates on their carried interest. It also allows them to continue high fixed rate participations in their funds profits while contributing very little, if any, capital investment. But that would no longer be possible if the plan passes as currently written. Wow. Okay. So taking that away, 
Uh, those folks probably won't like that aspect of it. I think that's a really good breakdown. I know we can get into the weeds with this stuff, but I think it's important. So what does the Biden plan have to say about corporations? Ah, well, the corporate tax rates, like I mentioned earlier, is going to jump from 20 uh, to 28% from its current 21%. And uh, as we noted a few moments ago, in an effort to block profitable companies from avoiding taxes entirely, all corporations would be subject to a 15% alternative minimum tax on profits of $100 million or more. Now, corporations would be on the hook for the regular tax or alternative minimum tax, whichever is greater. Now, additionally, the Biden plan would also go after companies that export jobs overseas while incentivizing investment in infrastructure, uh, green energy, transportation, and manufacturing. And it also boosts taxes from the current 10.5% to 21% on global intangible low-taxed income. So at this point, it's nearly impossible to predict what impact these tax changes may have on corporate stock valuations and accordingly the value of stock portfolios and people's retirement savings. Now, we avoid getting too deep into investments in the market on our show just because we don't have enough time to discuss all of the nuances. But if you think that your investments may be affected by the Biden plan, I'd urge you to get together with a financial services professional. And of course, you can give us a call anytime at 715-355-4445. All right. That sounds great. Thanks, Cole. And you know what? We've had a great show so far today. Is there anything else you want to add before we take a quick break? Well, just one more uh, reminder for our listeners out there, Tony, that they don't have to do this stuff alone. Of course, we spend a lot of our time studying these types of proposals and determining how it might impact our clients' plans and helping them to uh, account for some of those changes as they occur. And uh, so if any of our listeners want to get a little bit of a head uh, head start on educating themselves or maybe they just want a second opinion about their current plan, they should give us a call at 715-355-4445 to schedule a consultation in our Wassa Oral Claire office, or they can visit uh, the website, retirewithbushka.com. Click on that yellow Book Now button towards the top of the page, and you can book uh, um, a, an appointment right on our calendar right here and now. All right. Thanks, Cole. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole after this. Hi, I'm Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. In the last few weeks, our lives have been significantly impacted by the coronavirus, and we've seen a lot of volatility in the financial markets across the world. However, I believe our current economy reinforces the importance of having a financial strategy. No matter how the market is performing, recent events can be a reminder to revisit your financial goals and strategies. You may just discover you should keep doing exactly what you're doing. By revisiting your goals and strategies, you'll take a step towards ensuring that market volatility doesn't push you to make rash decisions about your financial future. Contact Bushka Wealth Management today at 715-355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com to learn more about what your next important step may be. Wishka Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and is not endorsed or affiliated with the Centers for Disease Control or any other government agency. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our hosts, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. And during our show today, we've been looking at a lot of the different elements and aspects of the Biden tax plan, the proposed tax plan. 
and talking about how it might impact you and your financial strategy. How do you want to kick off this segment? Well, um, before we get into all that, Tony, I want to remind everyone that the Biden tax plan is still just a proposal. It needs to be debated in Congress and negotiated and likely changed to some degree before it lands on President Biden's desk for his signature. As for benefits for individuals and families, the plan has some interesting nuggets. The plan touts new and reworked tax benefits for working families, including using tax credits that are often refundable rather than simple tax deductions. Now, this part of the plan was designed to provide lower and middle middle income workers with similar savings that current deductions often provide to higher earners. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's a, a great point in making sure your tax strategy reflects all of the options available to you is one of the best reasons possible to work closely with financial service professionals like yourself, Sue and Cole. And, you know, I'm not a tax preparer, but I, I really think the American tax system is an absolute mess, right? It's a la- it's a <laughs> labyrinth, right? So, I mean, there's like 70,000 plus pages in the IRS tax code. Mm. So having a partner to help you through it is a smart play. (laughs) We couldn't agree more. That's why we have an accountant right on our staff. That's a lot to navigate for a financial professional. So we we focus on the financial part and he focuses on the tax part. (laughs) Now, as for the Biden tax plan, it uh, proposes two credits that are focused on children. Uh, First, it would expand eligibility for the child and dependent care tax credit to provide up to $8,000 in credits for certain expenses for low and middle income working families. Now, currently, the maximum for this credit is $3,000. Now, the proposed plan would cap the credit at $16,000 for multiple dependents. Now, second, under the Biden plan, the child tax credit would be uh, made completely refundable and grow from 2000 to 3000 per child for kids between the ages of 6 and 17. And additionally, it would provide a $3,600 per child credit for kids under the age of 6. Wow. So that's really great. It sounds like good news for listeners with little ones still at home. But how about our favorite subject? retirement. What does the Biden plan say about retirement? Well, actually quite a bit. Um, One substitution of a tax credit for a deduction that current law allows does apply to retirement savings. The Biden plan includes rules that would balance the tax benefits for contributions to 401ks and other retirement plans across the entire income spectrum. Well, depending on the proposal's finer details, which aren't currently known, there could be a substantial impact for high earners. Now, specifically, if the potential revision to 401k contributions offered a taxpayer with a marginal tax rate of 35%, a 20% tax credit, rather than the present deduction, the tax savings for the current maximum yearly contribution of $19,500, it would drop from $6,852 to $3,900. Wow. Okay. So uh, that's a lot to digest right there. And I think it's, it really is. I mean, a lot of numbers, but it is important. Did you understand that? Credit. That's always great. I know. 
uh, because it's so much better than just a tax deduction because it's dollar for dollar. So it is interesting how this is going to affect different people. Uh, now, I've also heard the Biden plan also addresses health insurance costs, which that's going to be another area of a big interest for a lot of people out there. What can you tell us about that, Cole? Well, the Biden proposal calls for increased access to health insurance. Now, as it's written, the plan would also provide refundable tax credits for insurance premiums that are intended to limit family spending on premiums to a maximum of 8.5% of their total income. Additionally, the plan would provide enhanced tax benefits to those who purchase long-term care insurance plans. So if the version of this plan that President Biden eventually signs into law includes tax benefits for long-term care insurance, it may be a great idea to work with a financial uh, services professional to find out if that's something that fits your individual needs. And of course, we're happy to help with that topic. Yeah, and I know you are, and that's something you uh, help your clients out with anyway, and and to really uh, make sure people understand this and are covered. And so so far, uh, basically, I, I think it sounds like this proposed plan has a wide net that's really seeking to offer up some benefits to a variety of people. Well, I think that's a good observation. Uh, the Biden plan also includes a credit for first-time home buyers to encourage wealth accumulation through home ownership. The plan would reinstate the first-time homebuyer tax credit that was originally designed to stabilize housing during the Great Recession last decade. Now, the credit would provide as much as $15,000 for a first-time home purchase, and it would be both refundable and advanceable at the time of purchase. So rather than making the purchaser wait until they file their taxes. Interesting. Now, at first, uh, you know, a first-time homebuyer credit obviously uh, would really provide a boost to a lot of young Americans out there, I would assume. Well, that's exactly right, Tony, and as could the plan's uh, proposed student debt help. Now, the plan would provide uh, tax relief for those with student loan debt. Uh, it would also offer more robust forgiveness and deferral rules. So currently, loan forgiveness must be reported as income, but under the Biden plan, assistance would forgive the balance of a borrower's outstanding debt after 20 years without socking them with a big tax liability. Yeah, and that's what we all want to avoid a big tax liability, but you know, student loan forgiveness may in and of itself be an issue that I think a lot of people want to keep an eye on, and that's going to be a, a contentious debate. Uh, there are a number of different proposals I know floating around right now that seek to address what seems to be a significant issue for millions of Americans, student loan debt. Um, and I, I think that's important to note, isn't it? Yes, and that's a really good point, Tony, because it doesn't seem outlandish to think that much of what's in the Biden plan may well become law, but certainly not all of it will. So, other st student debt proposals making the rounds may prove to be more reasonable to lawmakers than what the president's proposal is. Yeah, yeah, good point, Sue. And, you know, during today's show, folks, we're examining the proposed Biden tax plan and some of the ways its details might affect your finances in 2021 and beyond. And these kind of proposals are obviously incredibly dense. <laughs> and I don't just mean stupid. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're they're very thick. There's a lot there. And I think you guys, uh, Sue and Cole, you've done a good job giving high level and useful 
uh, a useful breakdown so far. So, Cole, what do you have next for us? Well, the Investopedia article that we've been talking about, it's called Explaining Biden's Tax Plan, uh, next addresses payroll and estate taxes, which is obviously a significant area of interest for a lot of our listeners out there. Now, in 2020, the Social Security payroll tax is 6.2% for both employer and employee on salaries up to a contribution limit of 142800 for this year, 2021. Now, for the self-employed, the Social Security tax is 12.4% of net profits. The Biden plan would implement an additional Social Security payroll tax of 6.2% for both the employer and the employee on income of $400,000 or more. Now, the plan doesn't call for additional Social Security taxes on salaries between $142,800 and $399,999. Wow. Okay. So that covers payroll taxes. Uh, Now, what does the article tell us about estate taxes? Well, the Biden plan encompasses two potential changes to the federal estate tax. First, it would slash the estate tax exemption by roughly 50% from its present level of $11.58 million in assets, which would place it back at its pre-Trump level. Now, the article notes that tax experts think many very wealthy people already utilize tax planning strategies that reduce their estate tax bills and will continue to do so. So while the smaller exemption amount may result in more tax planning, an increase in revenue is likely to be nominal. Okay, so uh, you've really given us a lot of great information so far, and, and now we know at least a lot about President Biden and what his team are thinking. But I'm especially curious about how Biden's proposals and ideas compare and contrast to those of his predecessor, President Trump. I mean, (laughs) well, that's a good question, Tony. Um, And I don't think it's any great revelation to say that the philosophical differences between the Trump administration and the Biden administration are pretty big. Huge. But uh, to put it bluntly, right, huge. (laughs) But to put it bluntly, President Biden is seeking to roll back several of the tax policies that President Trump advocated for. Uh, Though not officially part of the Biden proposal, the article explains that numerous other changes are being considered, including repealing the limit on state and local tax deductions, uh, an end to the real estate like kind exchange benefit, uh, incentives for domestic job creation and a potential phase out of deductions from pass through vehicles like sub S corporations um, partnerships and trusts for people with incomes of $400,000 or more. But from what you've explained throughout today's show, it seems most of the potential changes here would be limited to people who are making 400000 or more. Is that right, Sue? That's right, Tony. And if there's one clear theme running throughout the Biden's plan, it's an emphasis on changes that benefit those making less than 400000 Now, that's not to say people who make less than that may not see ripple effects if the plan does pass. Now, beyond that, the the Biden plan would tax investment income for people whose income is more than $1 million at ordinary income rates and implement higher Social Security and estate taxes on high earners and the wealthy. 
and then drop the estate tax step-up basis and tax carried interest fund distributions at ordinary income rates. Well, right. And, you know, I hope a lot of our listeners are going to be able to take away some good and useful information today, but I can't get over this nagging feeling that a lot of people are probably still saying, okay, I get all this, but are my taxes going to go up, right? <laughs> right. I think that kind of anxiety is more than reasonable yeah. for our listeners, Tony. And, and the simplest way for us to answer that question is to say it depends. Uh, to know what the impact to you might be. I know that's a terrible answer and nobody wants to hear that. Everybody wants to know right. how it's going to affect sure. them. But unfortunately, it's a loaded question. Yeah. And and ultimately, your best bet may be to find a tax professional and a financial services professional who can help look at your unique situation. And of course, we have both of those uh, in our office to, to assist with our clients' questions related to these topics and, and also many other tax-related questions. Our clients feel it's really helpful to have a financial professional and a tax professional both collaborating to get, uh, collaborating together uh, when making recommendations for their plans. Right. So, Sue, uh, we in the time we have left, just give us a quick recap about whose taxes would go up under the Biden plan. You got it. Under President Biden's proposal, taxes for corporations and for most people with incomes of 400000 or more, will go up. It would return us to the pre-2017 top marginal. Individual tax rate of 39.6% and swap out flat rate tax credit for some deductions. Now, people with incomes greater than $1 million would pay the same rate on investment income as they do on wages. Equity and hedge fund managers would be subject to ordinary income rates on carried interests. Okay, well, there's a lot to digest here when it comes to the Biden tax plan. Uh, So we should probably do an episode uh, on that once the bill is actually signed, what made it in, because we know it's going to change. Right. That's, yeah, that sounds like a agree. good plan. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, we covered a lot in this episode. So if you'd like more information about what we've discussed, I'd encourage you to visit our website, retirewithbushka.com. Click on that yellow book now button towards the top and you can schedule a consultation with one of our financial professionals, our tax professional, uh, our health insurance and Medicare professional. So you can check out our calendar and our availability out there on the website. You can also call us anytime at 715 4445 and we'd be happy to discuss how our team might be able to help answer your questions and address some of your retirement concerns. Of course, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. All right. Thank you, Sue and Cole. And that wraps up today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. 
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. When you lose a spouse, you are faced with a whirlwind of emotions and decisions. Finances are the last thing on your mind. At Bushka Retirement Solutions, we focus on making life transitions easier. That is why we've put together a helpful guide that focuses on what women should do before they lose their spouse. Give us a call at 715-355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com to get your copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help.